0: You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, Mindset and Business Coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Hey everybody, today I get to speak with Monica Brown from Soul to Soul Coaching. Monica is a dating and women's empowerment coach, the author of an ebook called From Toxic to Soulmate, and Monica's putting her passion to work by teaching women the lessons that she had to learn the hard way. In today's episode, we have a really fun conversation around dating, what to do if you feel like you're in an unhealthy or abusive relationship. Monica's all about encouraging women to avoid the dating toxic scene, and instead, she helps them through coaching to navigate towards their perfect match. Today, Monica's happily married with two kids, and she resides in Racine, Wisconsin. I had so much fun connecting with Monica today. I know you're going to love this episode.
1: Welcome, Monica. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on
0: the show. Excited to be here. Equally as excited to have you, and I'm really excited to introduce you to my audience today. I know you're a coach, and I know you do something really unique and helpful, and I'm really excited to hear and dig into your story. So why don't you start with telling us who you are and what you do? So my name is Monica Brown. I have um,
1: been writing a book called From Toxic to Soulmate Love, and it is about going from dating or choosing men who are really uh, unhealthy or toxic or abusive to helping women become more supported with each other and with themselves, connecting to themselves and just having better expectations for choosing men who respect them. Them well, and I have an eight step program to help women kind of weed out the men who don't treat them well, and hopefully, it will lead them to their soulmate or
0: their right match. Okay, that's so important. I think that when I read your application, and you said your passion was helping women get over toxic relationships or get out of them and not have to go through the lessons that you did in the process. So can we talk a little bit about your story and how it inspired you to write this book?
1: Absolutely. So, um, like most women in their twenties, I did not choose the best men. Um, I had a boyfriend and at the time and he was, you know, he had everything on the checklist. He was handsome. He was successful. He was in law school. He came from a great family. And, uh, I just, I had the signs. I knew the signs. I knew What were that, those signs? So some of those signs were um, just talking down to me, making me feel small, um, embarrassing me in public, arguing all the time. Mm. I would talk to him about my feelings and, you know, discuss the way that I was feeling in that moment when he would do that. And he would just dismiss them, kind of not let me express
0: who I really was. Okay, so controlling, it sounds like, is one of those descriptive words. Okay, because we're going to dig into, like, if someone might be listening and in, in a relationship that's sort of like this, and it's not full-blown abusive, but there's some, you know, th- aspects of it, maybe that will open her eyes, etc. Okay, so go on.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Very good point. Thank you. So, uh, and I just knew it. I think I knew deep down that he wasn't the right fit, but you know how it is. I just, was looking at that checklist, and I really was forcing it, wanting it to work. And then he he ended up um, being abusive, physically abusive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which, you know, I mean, you don't think it's going to happen to you. You know, you think, you know, I I come from a good family. I know the difference between right and wrong. But really, it can happen to anyone. And after that, um, I have learned a lot about being, you know, true to yourself, Connecting to yourself, listening to your own intuition, learning how to listen to your own intuition and following like life's path.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, you're speaking my language right now. You're such a coach. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So unfortunately for you, this relationship turned physically abusive. And did you kind of have the strength to walk away right away? Or was that journey something that took longer than you would have liked? How was that? When it got
1: abusive the first time, I broke up with him, but then just after being alone and just wanting to be with another person and just feeling pressure, all my friends were getting married. Mm. I had gotten back together with him the second time, and then after that, it had gotten significantly worse, Mm. and then that is when I did break up with him. I had a lot of support from my sister's from family members. And, and so I was able to break up with him, but it was a little bit too late at that point. He had done some damage and it took me a really long time to get over it. Sure. And that's why I want to help other women avoid that same mistake.
0: Yeah. And that's how you help women because of your experience in your story. So I think that is so amazing, Monica. Can you take me through this process? I think you mentioned an eight step process so there's someone that you are working with possibly that might be in the middle of an abusive relationship is that correct yes okay so this is some powerful work that you're doing can you kind of walk us through or give a tip if someone's listening and maybe needs help right now what can she start to do so that's an excellent question so the first thing
1: I would do is you know that connection with ourselves is really the most important connection. And I feel like we don't listen to ourselves. We don't, we're not in tune to ourselves because we're busy. We're rushing. We have to-do lists. So really taking that time to sit with yourself. I talk a lot about mindfulness and being aware of how you're feeling, how this man is making you feel, and trusting, trusting those feelings. So and then important. yeah, and then being able to. Get out of that and then go back to the dating process, knowing those signs, how to avoid them, and then how to find men who are quality men who treat you well. So it's the whole process of going from really negative to really
0: positive. I love how you are saying, first things first, check in with yourself and be mindful because so many of us, why is this? And maybe because, well, I'm not sure how old you are, but you said back in your 20s, I'm like, Am I approaching late 30s? Yes, I am. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Why did I just say that out loud? But as you learn and mature and grow, it's almost as if now I know, oh, there's this thing inside me called my intuition and I should listen to her. And sometimes, I even wrote a post about this. Sometimes she's screaming at us, right? Where the hairs on the back of our neck stand up. But that has gotten me out of some life and death situations. I truly believe that. But she's not always screaming, she's sometimes whispering. And we, like you said, when you're going through the hustle bustle in life, you're you don't even you're not even attuned to it. So, I think that is such great advice. Number one, be mindful, check in with yourself, and if something feels a little off, once we do that, Monica, what's the next step for this woman to do?
1: Okay, so after that, I would just say follow your heart. So that could be choosing to work on the relationship, you know, discussing the feelings that he's making you feel uncomfortable or he's making you feel unsafe or whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. And then ending, ending that in one way or another. And that's when I come in is just to be supportive and to kind of walk that woman through that could be like a script that she says or something just so she feels like she's not alone in that process. And then just making sure when she starts dating again, knowing that the tips to avoid, yeah. obviously, she would probably know at that point, and then choosing better ways to meet quality men. So that could be, you know, if she's really into being fit, she could meet a man at a gym, or so. Then walking her through kind of the next steps mm-hmm. to meet to meet men. So it is it is a very hopeful journey, going from really bad to really good.
0: And it sounds like for some women, this can take time. So maybe not an overnight process, which is okay as long as you're taking steps from unhealthy to healthy and um, you're there to support. It sounds like encourage support. I also love how you're saying you can give a script because so many of us in that moment and we're such emotional creatures. It is nice to have that like, okay, this is what I can memorize to say because so many of us, I wouldn't know what to I don't know what to say in lots of sticky situations and I think of the good thing after the fact. So I think that's great. So let's talk about your book. Does your book outline some of these exact same steps too? Yes. Okay. Same exact steps. Same exact
1: steps. And now I'm I'm extremely happily married, and it took me 17 years. I started dating when I was 15, and (laughs) married until I was um, the day before my 33rd birthday. Ah. So all of my lessons are in the book about how to choose you know, quality men and men who align to what you're really looking for. And, and there is a lot about what a soulmate is Mm -hmm. and how sometimes we're with a man and they try to change us or we try to change them. But with soulmate love, you're born the way that you are because you're supposed to be with a certain person. So do you believe in soulmates? I do. I do believe in soulmates. Are we allowed just one or is there more than one? I believe that there is one person and that you are to fulfill your
0: destiny with that one person. Aw, that's so sweet. Okay. Conversation I had with a friend last night. Uh, side note, we I came over to her house with my two boys and she's got two boys, and I came over with fried chicken and beer. <laughs> <laughs> so random, but I was like, I'll bring some fried chicken and hey, some beer. And she was saying, and I thought this was so sweet, and I think something I take for granted after being married for we've been together for 13 years-ish, yeah, around that, and what I take for granted is the fact that she was like, I want to be married. I'm like, why? She's like, I want my person. I want my person that I come home to, that I go through life with my partner, and I thought that was so sweet, and so I came home, and I was like, thank you for being my person to my hubby, and so do you ever go into the relationship world after marriage, or do you focus on more the single woman who needs to Get into a healthy relationship: That's a really good question.
1: I have worked with women who are struggling in their own marriages, um, just setting expectations for how to be treated. I feel like women are so kind and giving of themselves that sometimes we're not the best at making boundaries or mm-hmm. to treat us. But I think when we do that, men appreciate us more. We oh, yes, use our voice, and, and so that works in married couples as well. Do you believe in ultimatums um you know it depends I believe you know with toxic or abusive relationships yes and not to control obviously but to protect our own mental health and our physical well-being because I think as women um you know we are just such amazing creatures we're very powerful and very strong but also there's parts of us that are very fragile and we have to protect those parts
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I do know there's lots of resources out there to help women who have a situation where it's extremely dangerous, and she might need to get out, and she may have children in this situation, which is probably going to lead her into feeling stuck, or I can't leave, or I can't leave because I can't support myself and my family without him, so do you know any of those offhand that maybe we could link to in the show notes?
1: Um, I do, yeah, I can definitely give tips for that as well. Good. Lots of good resources out there. Yeah.
0: Okay. I have a real funny question here. So I've been with my husband for a while now. So we never experienced this Tinder online dating world. And so do you help women navigate that? If so, how, and what are some tips?
1: I do. There is a chapter in my book that helps women choose different scenarios or situations to meet men so that could be through a website or going out to social events anything like that I have actually heard some really good things about tinder two of my friends have gotten married on tinder actually yeah two of my
0: friends actually when they were 40 they both got on tinder and so if you if you're sitting here thinking like oh I'm too old for tinder no because legit my friend who's 40 went through a divorce and he met his now fiance from Tinder. And actually their wedding is this June in Jamaica. So (laughs) good things can come out of it. I think it's how you approach it and like the quality of the person that you attract and that you meet.
1: Yeah, I would say don't say no to any kind of potential meeting, put yourself out there completely. And it does kind of put the power in your own hands because you can either say yes or no. But you know, going out and meeting people is the best way because you'll never know if you don't.
0: Yeah, there's only so much you can get from a picture. I like to see the vibes, the energy, and the mannerisms, the swag, all that thing, all those things that a potential um, mate could have. So I think it's important. But how do you navigate that when, when do you know to take that step and that it's safe and that this person is who they say they are and they're not like some crazy, I don't know, murder, ex-murderer or something? Yeah,
1: that's a really good question. I think, again, just checking in with yourself. And just, you know, asking, how does this man make you feel? Do you feel like, you know, you want to go out in public and meet him? And then going to a safe place, of course, like a public place and going during the day is what I would recommend.
0: And have a backup plan. So if you, yeah. oh, oh, my friend just oh, texted yeah. me. She broke her arm. Um, I have to go. <laughs> oh, yes. I've done that several times. Lots of, lots of
1: funny stories in the book.
0: Oh my gosh. So everyone's going to have to go out and buy this book because it seems like it's going to be so helpful and you've rolled 17 years of dating experience into yes. a book and just a side note, do you, do you remember or love watching sex in the city? Oh yeah. Okay. So well, did you know the writers who wrote the the episodes that was from real life dating experiences? Yes, yes. Someone yeah. Yeah. So I got out theory. there.
1: Yeah. It was was like, I don't think she got married until she was like 50. So she, this woman has said and done it all. And those are just so funny because it's true.
0: Mm -hmm. There's so much truth to it. There really is. And some of those episodes are so out there, but they've actually happened in the dating world. So yeah, I, I can't wait for everyone to grab your book and we'll definitely link it in the show notes. I know you said at the time of this recording, you're searching for a publisher at, at first you were going to do self-publishing. Yes. Okay. So yes, we will link to your landing page so people can get on that wait list or um, by the time this airs, maybe it'll be published already and everyone can snatch it up. Yeah, that would be fantastic.
1: And I am available to coach as well. So check out my website for any kind of coaching services. And I'm looking forward to helping, you know, us
0: women have to stick together. So absolutely. Well, Monica, this has been such a fun conversation. Thank you so much for being here. We will link your stuff for coaching and your book in the show notes again. And I hope you have a great day.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was so wonderful meeting you.
0: Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot Post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Put Your Passion to Work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action, and help motivate other passionate women just like us.